0: good people and fellow students welcome to another episode of all that yes and in studio with me we have the man who is currently abuti 93k on youtube subscribers In the yes. last month alone has been an ambassador for dstv and kfc is currently yes. a youtube black member and finding new oh, ways Allah. to kill the game mr tatarampedi himself <laughs> how are you doing, doing. sir
1: I am great, brother. How you doing?
0: <laughs> I'm actually in a great mood because today is my first day outside of isolation. COVID had a run with me and that bitch can fight. <laughs> today is the first day I can actually like step out. And the funny thing is, the last episode that I recorded mm. was I had COVID, but I didn't know it, but I was going through the most, and the footage shows it. Like I can't like oh. <laughs> every time I look at like my eyes are like twisted and shit. But today <laughs> (laughs) you're dying but i didn't know because the thing is i just thought i was having one of those bad headaches and then it just kept getting worse but today i'm in a good mood i'm laughing you know you know when you can laugh and know that you can laugh freely Mm. i'm enjoying that i'm enjoying that fact so i'm I'm, having (laughs) this one (laughs) The really, really small things in life are back So I'm happy Because I can take walks now I can go to the gym I'm good, I'm good, I'm good So, sir we have a lot to get into today because I'm excited. This is the first time I actually get to have a conversation with you longer than like ten minutes. Cause usually it's been mm-hmm. for platforms, um, fast, fast. fast. Yeah, it's fast, fast, fast. One and done. <laughs> and but today today we actually get to have a proper conversation. And for the people who do not know who you are, how would you kind of introduce yourself or say about yourself?
1: Mm, so my name is Tatoron Rambedi, I'm a digital entrepreneur. I've been creating YouTube videos for the past four years now and I was studying during that time. So while I was creating, I was studying my engineering degree. I finished that last year. And then now I am a full-time creator since January, 2021. So I've been doing it full-time for about seven months now. A lot of fun, I create a whole, type, a whole bunch of different content. I've got like a, a main channel, called Tata Ranbeti on YouTube, and then it has different segments. So you've got Tata Ranbeti Vlogs, you've got Moti, which is essentially like a couple segments on my channel. You've got like a speed dating show called Looking for Mjolo. You've got things that I've done in the past, the sit-downs at A, where it's conversational content with my friends and family. Then you've got the rambiri Brothers, which is content I've done with my brother. So it's like I jump in between a whole bunch of segments almost every other month, you know? So there's a lot to offer.
0: right now- now he's on his tweet or drink game, and yeah. he decided to go for the least controversial actor I know. When I saw you doing Hungani, I was like, "This man is an angel. He's an angel walking among us." What are you? Literally. What's going to happen? <laughs> What's going to happen on this episode? I haven't watched it yet, but I'm about to get into it. But I'm just like, I'm pretty sure whatever is happening, because Hungani, Hungani is a very sweet guy, but before we get into An like you know like the the deep questions and everything there's there's a very pertinent question i want to know right mm. we know in the next month next few months you're going to be a booty 100k and we know that that comes with that plaque what's mm-hmm. happening with it? where's it going what what's the plan i need to know hey man that's like that plaque is going to tour SA. I've got a <laughs> trip, to, a trip to durban planning,
1: busy planning right now, trip to Cape Town being planned, trip to Lumbopo. trip to my grandparents, trip to family. Everyone needs to touch it. I only want to touch it and feel it because that's four years of hard work right there. It's a symbol of four years. It's a symbol that if you've got like a dream, if you've got a passion for something, just go for it, you know? So man, we're gonna be touring. We're gonna be going to different places and enjoying everything. Like I've decided to just invest in the celebration. <laughs> if that makes sense.
0: It is a national tour. No, I I respect that. It is a moment of epic proportions that does need. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. It needs deliverance. It needs deliverance. Yes, sir. Oh yes. <laughs> As you've already mentioned, when you started doing YouTube, you were a student. A lot of your content back then was even focused on like the student life and being a student, even with your conversations with the sit down. So with you now transitioning into being a full-time content creator, not being a student, how has that kind of transition been both from the perspective of now being a full-time content creator, one, and also as I am now no longer in varsity.
1: Before, when I was a student, the main goal was getting my degree. I was getting an allowance from my parents, accommodation is paid for. Now that I've decided to be a full-time creator, it's like all those expenses that were being paid for are like left onto me. So like small things like medical aid, paying my salary. Now I have to make sure that I get enough brand work. I produce enough video, make enough ad sense so I can survive. I'm sure a lot of my subscribers have seen now with the content I'm doing. I've got a lot of brand deals, and people will sometimes be like, yo, bro, like why are you posting so many brand deals? Like before you would just post like you know content you'd be going live randomly, you'd be vlogging, there was no structure. But now because it's like survival mode, it's a career, I'm a company, I'm an organization, I have to have structure within my content. So my content is much more structured. I've got to do a whole lot more brand deals now and post more branded content. And obviously when you look at brands, sometimes the thing you you post the brand can tweak it and say hey take that part out hey we need this hey don't say this hey say that so there's a lot of change within my content as branded and there's a lot of structure within my uh, my new content now like looking for manjolo it's like a season episode one to five there's a prequel there's a season finale tweet a drink you know every single thursday 9am new guest it's coming every single Thursday, so it's like a whole lot more structure you
0: know I know with different content creators and just artists in general some really love structure I know for example I work well when I'm within structured environments for very specific Mm. periods of time and then out of and then in and then out and then Mm. other creatives don't like structure at all how are you dealing with that are you finding it more freeing are you finding it more um, debilitating what's that like for you
1: I used to love like no structure before I discovered structure. I'm definitely like, you know, I love going into a season, like a month where there's structure and then a month where it's like free for all a week where it's free for all. I've seen when you've got structure, you can see what you're doing. You can see the time you're putting in, you've got all these things that you're playing and then they're coming to life. You, you seldomly go through things like creator's block or losing inspiration or just crashing because you know what you're putting in comes out. You see the work you're doing, you're noting it down, you're planning it. So you kind of seeing everything you're putting into your work, and you seeing it come to life. And then obviously there's periods where I was like, for example, like I'm doing tweets or drink now. But there's periods where I just want to vlog, man. So like I'll literally pick up the camera, and I'll just vlog. i do something different, no structure, randomly post. So I've seen that having that half half or that seventy percent thirty percent of structure no structure it helps you stay stable. And you kind of see what you're putting out and you see the work that you put in. Because when there's no structure, sometimes you'll be you'll be recording, editing, posting, recording, editing, posting, what, 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 what and you don't see the work you're putting in. Then you get like, you know, you self-doubt. You don't really feel like you're working. You, you're not seeing what you're putting in because there's no structure which kind of showcases it to you, you know?
0: Sometimes also when there's no end in sight, because I think I've had this conversation with a few people that sometimes that's even when burnout also kind of kicks in purely because you're like, there's literally no end. But for example, with mm-hmm. looking for driller, you know, okay, it's six episodes, we're going to shoot it like this, even though the rollout mm-hmm. is going to be a lot longer than that six episodes, this is going to happen mm-hmm. here, this, 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 there, when it's done, it's done. I can breathe. Yes, you guys want mm. more right now, but mm. I have this moment to kind of just like <laughs> to say, okay, this is what we did. This is where, uh, this is how it came out. You can even do like, I don't use the word progress reports, but you can, you can see what you did really well, what you didn't. But if you mm. kind of always rolling, uh, yeah, if you're always kind of doing that, you, you really have moments to kind of just sit back and also just look and say, oh, mm. this is Either A, I really messed up here or B, I wasn't really giving myself enough credit here. What what was this? Mm. This was like a beautiful thing. Structure for me allows those types of moments because even with something like all that, yes, I know after episode 15 it's a break i'm gonna come back later with like another season and i'm gonna figure it out i'm hoping that the people who now listen or engage with my content know that it's a very seasonal thing like my african film podcast was 13 episodes i'm gonna give you my all for these 13 episodes but Mm. i've struggled i know personally i've struggled being a consistent daily person same dude i
1: can like go hard for three days But then day four, I don't want to do anything at all. So, like, I'll work Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. I know Thursday, weekend is coming. Okay, Thursday, now I'm just doing admin. And it's, like, the easier part of the job. Friday, I'm planning next week. And then Saturday, Sunday, my weekends is, like, a no-go. Like, I must be doing pleasure. Because I used to do this thing where I'd shoot on weekdays and shoot on weekends, edit on weekends and weekdays, and there was no rest. There was no break. So, like, I've got this rule where, like, weekends I'm shooting things that I want to shoot. Like, there's no branded work. It's just things I want to shoot, like my vlogs and stuff, or, like, a collab with a friend, which then leads into us just chilling and relaxing. But then weekdays is for the branded content, it's for the clients, it's for the, the structured content. But then Thursday, Friday, I take it much easier because yeah, you're crashed.
0: Trying to protect your creative space and your creative workflow, I do think is a very, very important thing to kind of do mm. because unlike a lot of other jobs, creativity, you get an idea now or you get something now and you're like, I have to work. But if you're always mm. doing that and your brain now puts everything you do with work, then it becomes a, it, you don't enjoy yeah. anything anymore. Yeah. There was a point in time this year I couldn't watch movies for fun. <laughs> because you're always analyzing them I'm now. just watching and I'm analyzing and I'm, <laughs> analyzing and I'm like, no, I wanted to watch this for fun. Brain stopped <laughs> doing this thing. But now, what I want to also understand with the YouTube black. Mm-hmm. What is it and how has it been thus far? And how long is this actual program? Because mm-hmm. I know you, from what you've told me, you've been going for classes, they've been giving you, you're now in a studio. <laughs> I don't think y'all, I don't think, I don't think y'all guys get it. <laughs> this man literally, before we even recording, was like, Yeah, you know what? Now that I have a studio, I can just, <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I can ruffle something up real quick. What is this current process like for you?
1: Answer to the most simple question, it's a year, it's a year program. So started this year, January, ends this year, December. They've chosen 20 of us in Africa, 8 of us in South Africa, and I think 100 in the world or 80 in the world to be a part of the program. The program has like multiple phases. So the initial phase is like obviously the launch, and they give us all this publicity and all this PR to get our names known and, and there. you know what I'm saying. Then from there, after a month of the PR, it was a... Six-week phase where we were going through the workshops that we spoke about before. So workshops on how to grow a business, workshops on how to be a good content creator, and how to obviously monetize in different platforms. Things to make you a good business person, you know. And then after that, we're into another phase where it's just you and your partner manager. So your partner manager checks on you every two weeks, and she'll be like, "Yo, we've got these new deliverables. We've got this workshop in a month. We'd like you to be a part of this workshop. We'd like for you to be a part of this panel." She also try gives you like opportunities for work, you know. After that phase, it's just between you and your partner manager where you guys literally discuss YouTube and you say, "Okay, cool. Listen, I posted these four videos. Uh, after this starter, the son's not doing too well. Can you advise to me what I should improve?" And then she'll go through a deep dive and look at that video, look at your past two months of content, and she'll say, "Okay, cool. You're making these mistakes. Try improve here. Try improve there." For example, now if I wanted to do channel memberships, channel memberships are a thing on YouTube where people can join your channel. It's like a, there's a button called Join. And they pay a monthly subscription. Now that I'm interested in child memberships, I can hit up my partner manager and say, hey, listen, I'm interested in memberships. And she can set up like a workshop with just her and I for like two hours, speak about strategy, speak about how to start, what to produce, you know, how to keep an audience retained for them, for the, the memberships. Now I'm at the phase where it's more of a support thing, you know, like, hey, I need this. Okay, cool. Then my partner manager will help me with that. But sometimes you won't need any support and it's just like a month of just getting an email and they checking you. And now I think we're close to the final phase because it's like August, yeah. Damn, this thing is finishing. I, I didn't even realize <laughs> it's finished. Is it, it dawning on it. you now? Yeah, I'm just I did I usually it enough? I am not sure if I use the opportunity enough. <laughs> but now we're at the phase where we're getting our equipment. So we've been, been given a budget for equipment. They've partnered up with a brand in South Africa, which distributes equipment. And now we can now basically revamp our equipment. So you're gonna buy a new camera, if you want to buy lights, if you want to buy a tripod stand, if you can buy a screen, whatever you want to buy within the budget, you can buy it. Like I know for my myself, I wanna start a podcast. A you know, dream of mine for like a year or two.
0: And the thing is, I've told you, <laughs> I've been asking about you and podcast, and you've just been mm. saying. I'm interested <laughs> but i'm not ready and i'm like this guy
1: gonna <laughs> gonna get it
0: yes because you you fit well i believe in terms of people who can make great transitions into podcasts and into meaningful podcasts because mm. of the way that you format your shows i mm. believe you kind of going into podcasts wouldn't be as deep of a transition as mm. you're giving it credit for because from yeah. the jump you've had a very format and content producer not just content maker mm. approach to how you've done things and i think we've had multiple conversations about <laughs> that already actually what would what would mm. your podcast look like in terms of like what type of topics or is that what you're trying to figure out that's what i'm trying to figure out so i think it would be very
1: it'll be obviously me my friends Matlay and lucas they'd be co-hosts Every once in a while, maybe once every other week, and we'd have guests on, and it would just be whatever we've been talking about on the week. So let's say we're talking about, let's say we're talking about how forex guys have been scamming us, and we're like, "Yo, forex is a scam." Then we can pull in uh, a forex person, interview them, and speak about the whole thing. Speak about everything forex people do from the messaging, make it very committed They'll send you the, the Instagram DMs about forex, or they'll tell you, "I will teach you how to trade." You know, we'll get someone who's actually reputable within the industry and, and interview them and be like, yo, tell us about this thing. Because as the gents, you've been, you know, seeing this thing happen for years. Can we interview you? Then it'll be more interview-based. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So I want to switch between a whole lot of different things. There's no exact uh, niche. It's just whatever me and my boys have been speaking about in the week. And then we rock and roll, you know?
0: See, you already have ideas just give the people what they (laughs) (laughs) i'm here to just all i'm going to be doing every every conversation is just like one step motivates
1: but i can tell you we've ordered the equipment we're just waiting for the money to go into the person's accounts from youtube side i bought a a road you know that road podcasting that thing but yeah that board with the buttons, I mean, you can put up to like four oh, mics. Oh,
0: so you're coming, you're coming strong, strong, coming in hard. <laughs> Nig- I ain't even there yet. This, coming nigga said, I'm, I'm coming for all of you. I'm coming for the game. I'm coming for your next. Listen, I'm shooting for the top. It's <laughs> a kid, it comes
1: with two headphones, two mics. I bought an extra headphones and an extra mic just to get mm. so I can hit the budget and so I can uh, podcast for up to three people for now. I know that thing can handle up to four people. So eventually I'll get another mic and then if we're three of us and want to do an interview, we can get a fourth person or one personal sit-out. But yeah, trust me when we do the podcasting thing, woo, it's gonna be it's gonna be like the sit-down in long form content, but it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing. I'm so excited. It's gonna be so conversational, so comedic,
0: and so like what's the way when people learn things educational at the same time. At least with you, when you make sure, you make sure. Getting into, since you have been talking about brand deals and being a content creator, mm. for any content creators who might be listening and are aspiring or already have platforms which they've built, but don't know how to speak brand, how do you just position yourself better to be able to talk brand?
1: Mm. So I just want to start off with like a comparison. I think last year, I was at a very similar level with my peers. So like the OK Wasabi, the Super Banzas, all of the content creators who had a lot of brand deals last year, right? I was at a very similar level to them, but I wasn't getting 10th of their brand deals. Now, fast forward to now, like I'm working with, like you've mentioned, DSTV, KFC, Lenovo, Canon, Orms, Telcom. there's a new alcohol brand that I'm working with coming in the lines. I'm just trying to give people the comparison, like from literally from like no brand deals to I'm probably working with like eight, nine now. The vice I'm about to give, I'm hoping that it actually reflects the change. So I'm just trying to like show that it's actually, you know, the vice I'm about to give has some strength, I think. The main thing is how you look on social media. So outside of your consistency, working hard, doing what you do, how do you look? Can a brand, let's say Canon, take themselves and put you next to them, and you guys share values and you guys share an image. If Canon believes in being eco-friendly and Canon believes in consistency and high quality and they believe in alcohol should not be shown in a video, do you align with them? Is Canon looking at you and seeing you post Instagram stories rocking every other day? Are they hearing from other brands that you're not replying to emails? Are you slow? Are you undercharging, overcharging? So like, what I'm trying to say is that the brand's always watching you. If they can't see someone who's ready to work, they won't work with you. Canon can look at you and see you posting yourself rocking every other day. And they're thinking, if this guy's rocking every two days, every three days, when will he get a chance to reply to an email? When will he get a chance to read a brief? When will he get a chance to go into a meeting? So my point is, it's okay to rock every other day. All of us rock. All of us have a good time. But take it to close friends. Maybe you don't post it to the public. A lot of things you might have to sacrifice because you need to look a certain way to align with the brand. A brand has values like consistency, all these different types of things. And if your values don't align with that brand, they won't hit you up. I know brands are always watching. Like now I'm working with a brand called Slow Mac. They're a magnesium supplement. And mm. they told me that they watched me for six months before they approached me. I had their post notifications on. They were seeing every time I post on YouTube, Instagram, my consistency. They were checking my Instagram stories, looking at my tweets, how controversial I am checking brand alignment, because obviously they're very established and they don't want to jeopardize or compromise what they've built by associating with you. So I think outside of working hard consistency and showing them that you can actually work hard, be very careful about your posting on social media. Be very careful of how you're portraying yourself. Always think, would my grandmother be okay with seeing what I'm posting? And if it's yes, then, then do you. But you must be very careful. Then on how to get a brand deal uh, one of the best ways I've seen is that if I see, for example, you who came with a really cool brand, I'm going to hook you up and be like, yo, brother, can you give me an email? Give me a plug or let me know what the process was for you to get this brand deal. If you can't give me any of that, I'll say, okay, cool. How about we do a collaboration? Or next time you, you work with a brand and you need like a, an extra hand or you need a, a face or a model, hit me up. Because brands are always watching the people that they're working with. So now, for example, currently right now, Wasabi, okay, Wasabi, hit me up, I think, Three months ago, he was like, yo, brother, I've got a skit for a brand. Come to Foslo and come shoot with me. I just 10 seconds of your time. All I need you to do is just uh, say your intro. Then mm-hmm. I went to Fosslow, drove there 45 minutes, 30 minutes, said my ex video, who's it? Then he obviously used it for his skits. And then because of that, KFC saw me and his skit because it was a thing for KFC. They yeah. saw me within his skit. And he said, oh, okay, cool. Went through my profile. Oh, okay, cool. This guy's consistent. Okay, cool. This guy's worked with some brands. Okay, cool. This guy's established. Okay, cool. This guy makes sense. Two months later, they hit me up saying, hey, listen, we've seen you work with Wasabi. How about we get you and Wasabi and Sasha to do a video together? And how about we pull you in for this current Quarters campaign and potentially future campaigns? So because I positioned myself in the spotlight of where the brands are looking, I was able to secure a brand deal like KFC, you know, because they don't know every single creator and they don't put a lot of time in investing and researching. They know who they want. And once they've grabbed those people, you have to, you know, associate yourself with those people so you can be seen. Another way is to obviously... Search this us say you want to work with Coke. You go to Coke, Google Coke's marketing agency. Who's doing Coke's marketing agency? If you can't find it, you ask people around. Do as much research as possible to find out the agency that's managing the brand, not the brand's Instagram DMs. You won't get anywhere. Google and try to find out who's running the agency. Then from there, you get the agency's name, shop. Then from there, let's say the agency's name is Tilt. Then you say, okay, cool. Tilt is organizing or managing Coke. Then from there, you've got Tilt's name. Then you say, okay, cool, MD of Tilt. So managing director or marketing manager of Tilt. Then you get names. Then you go to LinkedIn. And when you get to LinkedIn, you see the person's names. You go, cool, this is the, the marketing manager of Tilt. Or oh, here's the social media manager of Tilt. Or oh, oh, here's the person who, who manages Tilt's Instagram page or manages Coke's Instagram page. Then you get their, their email. Then from there, you throw a proposal. You throw a page. You throw a page document. You get them to see your name. You say, hey, listen, here's my work. Uh, I post this often. I believe in these things. These are my values. This is what I believe in. Uh, If you get a chance, please check me out. So don't always say like, hey, let's work. Maybe just say, hey, this is me. Look at me. Like, This is what I do. This is what I'm about. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I just said a lot of things, but yeah.
0: Oh, no, I'm I'm out here taking notes. And it's like this man went step by step process It said, this is how I do my research. No, yeah. do not apologize for giving us information, sir. Give it. Okay, cool. cool. We, we receive it. how we receive it. so definitely yeah it's definitely uh, appreciated the the level of in-depthness which is also why I'm very excited when your podcast does come out because you know (laughs) you have the information you have it all within Mm. you and you've been seeing it now moving into your content I have two questions about your content that I just want to first of all get through the first Mm. Being, in your mind, was labeled the lead star of Looking for Mjola season two. And the reason why I asked this is because for like the first five episodes, nah, the thumbnail, there, there, there are six guys, but the thumbnail was always <laughs> yeah, it, without, yeah, yeah. without a shadow of a doubt. It was either him or him with the girl. And there yeah. are five other, there are five other <laughs> men there. Yeah, yeah. But somehow he was always so... Was he, in your head, was he your, sub, or is this a subconscious thing that you just didn't realize you were doing? No, 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 no. So so he
1: wasn't my lead. I think he performed really well in season two. He definitely performed the greatest. He probably spoke the most, had the most jokes, had the most audience retention. But the reason why I made Lebo the thumbnail is because it's like character development. People know Label from my videos before looking for Jolo. So I know I've got an audience, let's say I've got an audience of about 100,000 people, or let's say 80,000 people. I know that not all of them watch my content, but some watch for level, And some have subscribed to me because of Lebo in 2018, 2019, 2020. So the rest of the cast is fairly new to my channel, and their social media presence isn't high. They're just ordinary gens who, you know, who I'm really good friends with, or people that have game, who have so potential. So I know because people know level. If he's in the thumbnail, there's a higher potential of them clicking on that video in comparison to clicking on Io's face because of how familiar he is to them. Hmm. So Because they've been watching him since 2018, it made the most sense for me to put him there because he's the most familiar person. He's had the most character development on my channel. That's the reason why we put him there, for the click-through rates. Even with the placement of the dates, I know my audience enjoys Lesbos date the most. So even the placement of that one, it goes to the end. So they watch everything else, even if they're not enjoying it. But because I know the majority will enjoy level, we put him as the last date or the second last date. Do
0: you get yeah. me? I get you. Because yeah. also, even though he lost the first season, I don't know. I don't know what I was <laughs> smoking. Um, because he was my favorite every episode. It fully makes sense. I, I get you because the re- retention he grabbed us the most in the thing. So you you you're there mm. waiting. It's like, what nonsense what is level about to say what smooth <laughs> back line that will come from left center <laughs> is this man going to be giving us so no i i i, mm. I fully get you in it when it comes to, to the strategy yeah mm. to the strategy of saying you know what no but then technically then he is your lead he's not like the lead in terms of the show because it's an ensemble effort but yes. from your strategy yes. He, yes. he was the lead mechanism that you were using Yes. to get people engaged how then once yes. they get engaged they can then choose who their favorites are but to get yes. them to engage here's the setting definitely definitely yeah that makes more sense i get that but now uh, an even harder question because that one wasn't actually hard <laughs> i want you to think of what your top five favorite episodes of content you've ever done are yeah. and
1: rank them so you think i'm rank my five like segments my favorite segments or like videos
0: that I've dropped Videos, yeah. not, so the thing is I know you've done hundreds So that may I'm asking <laughs> for five Actually, you know what, let's do both Let's start first with If it's segments, segment. your top three segments And then Oof. after segments Your top five episodes Ever Yeah,
1: <laughs> I think my favorite Segment is My own personal Vlogs, the vlogs that I Post where I am the the focal points where I'm vlogging different angles, shots, transitions, montages. That's definitely my favorite content because it's basically like the best form of memory for me. vlogs. number one. Number two is my moti content but the moti vlogs. Not the sit-down content, the vlogs where we're going for an experience or showcasing our days. Then it has to be Looking for Mjolo, definitely. Looking for Mjolo, yeah, that's definitely number three.
0: You can correct me if I'm wrong, what I'm kind of getting is with the vlogs, is it because you have a lot more freedom and how it is that you can approach them creatively like for example Mm -hmm. if you're like there's this shot that you saw in this one in this other vlog on YouTube Mm -hmm. and you've always wanted to kind of try it with the vlogs Mm -hmm. you're able to now see okay does this transition work oh shit Mm -hmm. it really does work
1: yeah definitely the creative freedom and definitely just the association of like the memory coming to life that's definitely the the big reason because let's say I love going roller skating I'm actually recording myself roller skating and it's like I get to watch it one more time you know and then i'm saying so definitely, that
0: exists of that moment just, yeah, yes definitely i yeah now i, I see you trying to stall <laughs> <laughs> the favorite these, videos. Are, these are stalling tactics and i know them i know them very well
1: okay i know my number one already i can feel it um yo <laughs> top five the bottom one was my content with my brother, the Rambetti brothers, when we were in the car. So we were just throwing it back to how it was like in our childhood. I think it was growing up in an African household in a car, we showed the content during the first phase of lockdown. So that's number five.
0: Literally, distribution of beating among siblings is very important. Sometimes you can't get hit because you got hit last time. You must let other kids get hit also. It wasn't my fault. You, Literally, can't, you can't let all, and you other can't, one yeah, no.
1: And the parents understand that. Your parents must understand that. You can't be hitting the same child for the
0: same mistakes. You know, there are the special children in that. You know, I was one of the special children. Wait, <laughs> wait, If I break a glass, I must get hit. Why, were you, why weren't you looking after the level when you're doing that? Literally, it makes sense.
1: Number four has to be a multi video. It's just a video where Mo and I are speaking about our first date and how we met. There's a big contrast from the <laughs> truth, which is my part, my side, and, and the altered truth <laughs> from,
0: <laughs> from Mo. <laughs> so I like the truth be nice. and the altered truth. <laughs> Man, Man's is within the people <laughs> gaslighting his girlfriend. I love it. Yes. <laughs> And then number three has to be an episode of Looking from Jolo.
1: Definitely Matladi's dates with to season one, when he was like, "Wow, oh wow, oh
0: wow, oh wow, oh wow, Hi. yes." <laughs> so I follow you. Really? Yeah. Oh. I like
1: thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I need you to know this. Oh, wow. Hi. Hi. How are
0: you? Great. Really? Great. <laughs> You're beautiful. Thank you. Okay. Um, what's my name? <laughs>
1: he had had the biggest crush on her for like a year. And we all knew this. So putting them in the same room.
0: The this is a full known setup. You're like, I really know. <laughs> And the thing is, I remember that episode because I, I think I watched that episode multiple times because we saw Iguababa in in full <laughs> view. If someone Coming out. if someone wanted to have a dictionary definition of Iguababa, you can just put that in front of, of them and be like, here, yeah, this is this Thank is you. what happens. This is what this is how we feel. And it was the mm-hmm. most adorable thing. <laughs> That was his moment of the season, because we were just like, (laughs) Claudie was speechless, like gone, (laughs) gone, gone. Literally,
1: he saw her and he could not believe it. He was like, wow, what's my name? What do I do now? (laughs) It was really, really funny. Then the top two, I think number two has to be an episode of The Sit Down, where it was all of us because we used to do a lot of content together, like the original Sit Down, Kensani, Album Gila Time Lucas,
0: 32.0, 2.0, Best Year Movie, Wow, Dream Team. That original cast was the bomb. Like, I literally. It was so much of the bomb that I had to write about how bomb that entire <laughs> setup was.
1: Yes. We will be, we'll be far time. It was avant garde. We were before our time, and we didn't even realize what we were doing until it was too late.
0: Now <laughs> like, people are lawyers in different cities, different countries.
1: It's so crazy.
0: People were uh, out here on billboards in, in New York City.
1: New York City, that's best Jay's word. Sunny is now an advocate, which is a crazy thing in the law space. Avangili just graduated. He's now in real estate. He's top of the company. It's crazy. Lucas is on his second job. He's now in asset management. He's in on engineer. So great. We need to do a
0: where are they now. You know, so, like, so, this, this already feels <laughs> like an episode we need to have because all of y'all are Podcast like, on the
1: on the podcast though. Yeah. On the podcast, talking about like how it was shooting the real dynamics.
0: What people didn't know. I need y'all. I need cetera, for it. the record. I need y'all to see that this moment was facilitated <laughs> this is all you <laughs> and need to say hey that was all me <laughs> this moment was facilitated i'm i'm out here always trying to just give people moments it's not even about it's for the culture
1: pushing us one step closer
0: <laughs> that could even be like your 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 second episode so after you've introduced you think, see, listen a sheet of vision but yes, which episode which which episode <laughs> Before we forget, which episode is a sit-down?
1: It was an episode where we were speaking about where we see the sit-down in two years. So I think for me, it was really nice because I was just seeing everyone dreaming about like where they were seeing the cast and seeing the show in two years, you know? And obviously, we didn't get to where we were dreaming about, but the sit-down... What's, what's the first thing? The sit-down ran. So, tweet or drink looking for Mjolo walk. I don't know if, if that's the right saying. Like, this thing... The other way around the uh, thing. Yeah, yeah. the sit-down walk. So looking from Jolo could run. I'll just play back the video. Even I played it probably like yesterday. Because Best is just there like, yo, bigger production. Lucas they're like lights. Can sunny they there like more structure. And because of them, because of our friendship, because of the content we're producing, I was able to eventually do that. Even though it's sad without them, but just with some of them, I was able to still do it and, and, and get to the point where the production is improved. Get to the point where we're working with the brands we used to dream about working with. We, we have a studio which we used to just want and crave for. So I watched the video back because it just shows me where we started and like the dreams we were having and how the dreams are coming to life. So it always the video always grounds me, you know?
0: Yeah. It always always
1: grounds me. Yeah. The number then, one. Oh. <laughs> the coup de gras. Number one. <laughs> number one is a bit of a cheat. It's a bit of a cheat because it has multiple segments or multiple people from the different segments in it. This was like our first super huge deal. We had partnered up with Jägermeister and they took us to Durban to Rage. So I was able to take a few friends. So I was able to take Best J, Tidy from The Sit Down. I was able to take Paul from Moti. So we literally went to Durban and we recorded four days of content and gave Jägermeister like four YouTube vlogs. So that for me is my favorite video because it's just like, when I started YouTube, my dream was to travel, my dream was to work with brands and say, I'm in collaboration with this person, going to this place, taking my friends, having an experience, doing crazy things, not paying for anything, having a good time, going out, and being able to record everything. I wish I could go do that again now, because now the, the skills have improved, you know? Yeah. So that's definitely my favorite my favorite video. It's that series we went to to Durban. Who said I'm back with improvement? Damn, I'm what this is now. I'm a 2.0. I'm a best jam. we're about to show you guys the hottest four-part series in your life. Well, you know? it is. Tell them what time it is, because yeah. this one yeah. I need right now. We just got to the airport, and guys, this vlog yeah. is sponsored by Jägermeister. Because yes. we're, going Mr. To, we're, Mr. Going, we're going to Mr. Mr. Hayes, Haze, baby. Brew. Brew. We're going to Mr. Hayes brew Breed. at Rage. At Rage. Super sick, waiting for more. Yeah. Guys, I'm just saying, relax, enjoy why, the content. Why are women always late? Tayo? you? I don't know about that. <laughs> but enjoy the content. It's about to be fire, fire, fire. It's about to be hot. It's about to be late. It's about to be all types of yes. That one brings me to tears, man, because it's like the first time I went to the beach with my girlfriend, first time I flew with my girlfriend, first time I flew with my boys, a lot of first times for me and my friends, which made us really close and connected, you know? It really like solidified the foundation of our friendship, the foundation of where we want to be and go in the future,
0: yeah. I see now I already immediately get why like I know what my number one is it's now trying to figure out <laughs> how's the rest yeah. what everything else is because it you can see the sentimental value you can see the career trajectory value of it all now I want to go watch that entire series just with this new knowledge in mind it's like this was the yeah. first one and that's beautiful so we'll see. I am now obligated to ask you the question that I know that you hate. I don't need the answer because I can wait. But I know that there are people who. <laughs> <laughs> when is season when when is season three coming? And is ah. season three, the girls. The question mm-hmm. has to be asked because we've been seeing you talking about doing it in Limpopo. We've been seeing you talking about having it with the girls. Talking a lot. Mm. I just want to know what are the plans. So
1: what I can tell you is my dream. What are we in now? In August, September, October, September, October, November. <laughs> my dream is. For it to happen this year, there's potential with this one brand who is very excited to work with us, but it's just very tricky. One thing I know looking for a needs is some sort of innovation. We've seen season one, that was like a trial and error thing. Cool, nice, great, had a lot of fun. Season two, we switched up small things, production, a little bit more creativity, how it looks to make it a little bit more physically attractive. But now I feel like it needs that thing, man, which is why I'm considering switching over the cast and making it ladies. Yeah, I know that brands obviously want to hop into something, but they want to hop into something that has a lot of change. Like they want to hop into something with its original way because we know this works, so let's do that. So I'm hoping this brand will agree to me using a, a woman cast, but I'm sure they wouldn't mind because I know them really well. None of the people within the organization and they have a lot of faith in me and we've worked with each other before with other things. Honestly speaking... October, I'll be able to decide if I'm doing it this year. If I decide to be doing it this year, I'm shooting it in November and posting it in November. 14 November, rolling out until the last two weeks of December. But now I'm not too sure if December is a good time to be posting content because, you know, people are taking leave, people are off from work. So if strategy doesn't make sense, it might roll over to the second week of January, early 5th.
0: I literally said like five dates, (laughs) man. What he's saying is it's coming, just don't... Don't put a date on it just yet. Latest Feb. Latest Feb. I think Feb is even late.
1: Uh, But I know I'm definitely recording it in November, with or without a brand.
0: And now, speaking into something which I saw you post, and I I believe this was a moment for you and is a moment for you. What is it now like becoming a content creator who isn't in charge of everything about your content? Because right now, you now have a new editor Mm. on board, if I'm not mistaken. How is this? I want to know how is this process because you had to do everything and now you have to give it over to someone. So how is this becoming now a team treating you? It's like, I don't want to do it. (laughs) I don't want to do it.
1: But unfortunately, I'm at the point where Work is flowing in so much. My creative juices need to be squeezed out and I can't do it alone anymore. So now I'm forced to trust somebody to assist me. Luckily, my editor is brilliant. He is amazing. I've got a new editor. He's editing to drink and he edited my last two Moti videos. What I eat in a day, what more eat in a day. So luckily this guy's highly skilled, He understands my vision. I give him editor notes. I explain to him. We've got draft one, draft two, draft three. I make sure he understands that, like, listen, the first draft might not be it for me. It might not be enough. I needed to make sense for me. So my editor is amazing. I I really appreciate the brew. His name is Lindo. His company's name is Doc Studios. Uh, Do not hit him up. He's mine, guys. (laughs) I don't want to be hearing. uh, I can't uh, send you this video. I'm working with with the ass. No. (laughs) He is strictly... My editor, and I give him a lot of other work outside of what I do, because I know a lot of brands, and they always want editors and stuff, so I've been giving him, like, work here and there. Like, he's edited for, like, three other brands, which is really cool. But, um, yeah, man, getting an editor was scary, but I finally did it. Uh, He's not editing all my work, but he's editing the majority of my work. Now, I know I tried a videographer last month. Uh, His name was Izzy. Amazing guy, but obviously, you have to have patience with these people, because they're learning how to shoot in your style. Learning how to be creative. Yeah. So it's something that I I know I have to do, but it's scary, man, because these things aren't cheap. It's expensive. It's an investment. You're investing in paying someone's monthly salary now to work for you or his hourly rates. So it's scary, but I know something that I have to do, especially since the work is flowing in. I have to invest back into the content and make myself established so I can focus on the content again because... The last three, four months were so rough because I was literally shooting so much brand work, shooting so much for myself, editing brand work. I couldn't even edit my own shows anymore. Like, looking for Jolo was such a mission to edit. So I've got this editor to try make the work less for me so I can focus more on the stuff I want to create. But it's nice, man. It's so scary.
0: (laughs) I understand where you're coming from because this has been your, like, creative baby for so long and you've been doing it Mm. by yourself. You know the nooks and crannies and you're like, well, this next person be able to take over from any of that yeah. letting go when it's something that's been so personally tied yeah because i would bring it to life you know
1: my vlogs to life my raw content into life now it's someone else so it's so scary but likely i give him editor notes he you knows my my vibe and my style so he's he's doing a great job
0: so now with this growing team i want mm. you to paint me a picture of what the next year of taturam pedi the production company, because you're now becoming a production company. What that- No,
1: slowly, without even wanting to be one. Because I mean, looking from Jolo, I had the creative director, I had a DP, I had a sound person, I had a lights person. I was there managing everything, it's scary. Bro, this YouTube stuff is so crazy. Like one day I'm a YouTuber, the next day I've got like, like now I've got like a potential TV gig, which is like a two month thing in Cape Town. This year has been the year for me to bring structure into it. So if I'm not there, the channel can still survive without me. All I have to do is do like an eight-hour shoot day and then leave it to my editor, leave it to my videographer to record. and I just remove myself and go shoot. So the dream for the next year is for me to be able to say, okay, cool, guys. A weekly meetings with my editor, with my creative producer, with my management team, with my videographer. Cool, guys. This week, we've got these brand deals. Okay, cool. Monday, we're meeting up. We're shooting. So Now we've got to shoot looking for Jollo for the next two months. Okay, cool. Let's set up these six shoot days. Okay, cool. We go there, I direct, I what, 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 what? Then I remove myself. So I'm trying to be the director and the talent of my content. And then from there, there's a machine was just gets inputted things, and then it gives me the final product. I'm not even trying to be uploading my videos anymore, guys, in a year. <laughs> like, I'm going to just be the talent. I'm going to just be the talent, and the team must be, must be, brrr, the, the wheels must be turning. So I'm trying to obviously get people who I trust. Like, now I've got the editor who I trust. I'm trying to get my own management team, because I'm obviously I'm trying to especially fix media. Like, I see myself there for the next year or two, but I want to have my own team outside of them who is dedicated to just me, to and and then Tadurombeji will then have these people who he also brings into this machine. Because now if I go to machine and I see potential in someone like Sexy Unicorn, I pick him up, put him into the machine, and then the machine works. And the machine yeah. makes
0: him a tattoo or even a better tattoo. Sexy Unicorn is there is so much potential with that kid. Like, Sexy Unicorn is, is the
1: new age. He concept. is amazing. He's amazing.
0: Like, he's so everything. amazing, and he's so versatile. He can everything. <laughs>
1: I thought I was versatile. He showed me that I do not know what versatile
0: means. Because <laughs> no, I'm, I'm I'm out here watching him and I'm like, these new kids that are coming, they're coming to make sure. And I'm like, I, I'm loving this energy that they're coming. With. They're not playing, dude. They are
1: not playing. So I'm trying to obviously bought this machine and then eventually slowly myself become especially fake media. Who manages YouTubers and content creators? Do you hear know what I'm saying? And be and be a more producer. So on the executive side of things. Executive side. So, like with me, like every time I get a brand deal, I am reading that contract thoroughly. I'm trying to look at the system of how it works and then like map it on my whiteboard and then write it down. So I'm trying to like decode the industry that relates to me and the YouTuber and a creative person. So now, for example, like when Tron will be like, yo, bro. I'm trying to work with this brand. Like, well, how do you advise? I give them from A to Z what to do every single step of the way. If you get stuck, you go this route. If you get stuck, you do that route. Because I've mapped out everything, you know, because I'm an industrial engineer, I'm a systems engineer. So I'm using my degree with what I'm doing. Yeah. So I've been using my degree to decode the system. So eventually I want to be able, I want to be that guy who's just I want to be a footman in the game where Tato knows what to do, man. If you're stuck with this thing, Tato knows what to do. Tato's got workshops on this academy. Go, go spend 80 a month to go get six videos of some high-detailed industrial-engineered YouTube videos, which will give you all of the source. Oh, osato has got an agency, man. He, he says he's only going to have five creators this year, but maybe you can be the sixth one, or maybe this one might leave. You don't even know. Maybe this one's going to graduate. So I'm trying to gain all the information, put it all on a hard drive. Hard drive is a bad example, but put it all on a hard drive. Yeah. And then from there, give it back to the people that deserve it, give it back to the people that want to pay for it, give it back to the community in a free way as well. I'm trying to open up industry and remove all the barriers that agencies and other creators are trying to have there, you know?
0: I can see you doing it, because even just with the information you've given us today, you've given us very detailed information. And from our conversations offline, like, the amount that you've grown in the past, how long have we known each other? Three years now?
1: Bro, I've known you since I started
0: YouTube in my eyes.
1: (laughs) I've known you for four years now.
0: (laughs) Since I I started YouTube. (laughs) But, like, in the three Mm -hmm. years, the amount you have grown, and just the way you carry yourself has been so... Amazing to watch. I've been calling you a producer since, yeah, since, bro, since before, yeah, since before. You, I think you knew you, you were one. I was, I was yeah. Behind. You'd be like, "Do you know what you're doing?"
1: I'm like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Bro, do you see what you're doing? Like, you're a producer. You've got a show. You've segmented." I was like, "What?" i was like, "Nah, dude. What do you say?" I think I think you're talking to the wrong creator.
0: I was <laughs> like, "No." <laughs> <laughs> Sir. The sit down is. <laughs> And I was like, oh, he's right. <laughs> Just because it's one camera doesn't mean I'm not seeing what you're doing. And you know, because of that conversation, my costing is based on
1: what, have you, what you told me I was. So when I cost for a brand, I cost for a producer, I cost for a director, I cost for a creative director, I cost for a DP, I cost for an editor, I cost for sound. And I'm oh, talking wow. about those, in the, those industry rates based on the hours. And then I cost for my influence. Do you hear what I'm saying? So my record is like is very detailed because you told me that I'm not just a YouTuber. <laughs> you told me I'm the creative director, I'm the producer, I'm the editor, I'm the what what? It's my what what. So those, those conversations actually shaped a lot of us to, to actually make sure that we, we charge correctly and we move correctly. So thank you.
0: <laughs> oh, I, this is the first time I'm hearing a Thank you. <laughs> I don't know actually, I don't know how to take that i'm very bad at taking compliments but i'm receiving it i'm happy i was able to have that type of influence on how it is that you guys are moving so now to kind of just wrap off you already said what's next but for people who this may be the first time interacting with you what is next what should they be looking forward to and what are you looking forward to within this next chapter of your life yeah so the people that just that are new to me
1: don't know who i am Like I've got a lot of content for four years. So you can go back and you can go see who I am. I'm pretty sure I have over 200 videos, if not over 300, but I'm not sure. I'm not lie, on a public platform. But (laughs) right now, what I can tell you is that your boy is very consistent. Every single Tuesday, 9 a.m., you will get a video. It'll be a multi-video. Every single Thursday, you'll get some sort of show, some sort of production. So like, for example, right now, it's Twitter Drink. And the week before that, I was looking for Anjolo, which was posted about six times, six episodes, prequel, five episodes in the finale. So if you want a place to call home, head over to Tata.Gonferi's YouTube channel and you can literally get a whole bunch of content. Tata.Gonferi's YouTube channel is the place to be because there's already a family there with a whole lot of content and we're going to keep the content coming for the rest of the year for the rest of next year and the following year
0: <laughs> until yeah. until until until. thank you until, so until, much until, for giving me your time you. i have uh, this has been a very fun conversation for me i think because of just having seen most of your journey and how it's been but also i'm realizing also because a man can breathe and has been able to laugh <laughs> i've laughed today <laughs> three days
1: ago.
0: oh snap your isolation is finished this is the part of your isolation finishing they're this basically is, outside i am i am outside i'm going to be within the people so this, this excitement has been has been living with me and i got to share it with you and you shared so much amazing information i appreciate you i can't wait to see you go from strength to strength thank you so much for your time your energy and what it is you're giving to our culture
1: no, nah, thank you so much. Thanks for sharing your platform. And thanks for having me. That
0: was great. That has been the 14th episode. Actually, I've got this planned out. That is nice. the 14th episode <laughs> of all that. Yeah. Shoo. Sure.